Hey, empaths. My name is Tatiana. I'm T. I'm Marquia. And you are listening to the Empathetic Black Hottie Podcast. We're three licensed psychotherapists here to be another resource in your wellness toolkit. Where our motto is, when it comes to our couch, you you can can always sit with us. Hey, girlies. Welcome back. I know. It's a fast turnaround. (laughs) Um, Yes. What are we holding space for? How how were your weeks? My week has been so good. And I feel like y'all saw that tweet where it was like, um, them them fitness bitches were right. Working out really does make you happy. Yes. Y'all, they're fucking right. But you know, like all of us actually move our bodies. So like working out wasn't just it, but... That was part of my morning routine that made me feel good. But I've added some more things. And I just really value having a routine now. And I've always worked with it in sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, But most therapists talk about a morning routine. Can we get into the night routine? Because that's what I'm holding space for. So in the past, maybe like two weeks, I stopped turning the TV on after work. I just stop. Ooh. What I do now is I okay. set a 30 minute alarm because I have all these books and I love my books. I want to get through them and then I want to buy more books, but I'm like, don't buy books that you didn't finish. Yeah. So I set a 30 minute alarm and I read a chapter of this book that I'm reading, which I love. Um, it's more than enough by Lane Welteroff that mm-hmm. was um, Teen Vogue editor. It is a great book, by the way, but I remember you showing this. Mm-hmm. It's like always on my coffee table. But now I'm pushing <laughs> through it. I'm, I'm a big travel reader. I read a lot when I travel on the plane and the spas mm. um, and so then I come home and the book's kind of here and there I go back to my routine but now I'm reading after work and it just feels so good so it's just for 30 minutes because I was not I'm not a fast reader and um, I think just growing up we kind of can get turned off from reading because schools kind of make it a punishment Yeah. but I do enjoy it and now what I've found that within a week instead of 30 minutes now I'm doing 45 minutes as soon as the alarm goes off I'm turning the alarm off and I'm just finishing how much I want to read and then mm-hmm. by that time I usually just am not really pressed to watch TV so then I do a puzzle guys it's getting weird over here <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. your yeah. and I, I do my it. gratitude journal yes. my night routine wash my skin and stuff my twist my hair and I'm in bed and I'm like so fulfilled it's very weird I'm like trying but I'm loving it yes so this is this is what life is like when you actually listen to your resolutions (laughs) you keep them up when you actually listen to your therapist right it reminds me of that Ariana lyric um oh my gosh where she's like read a fucking book I've been yeah. trying to stay connected yeah I mean she's like unplugging from her devices and I like that mm-hmm. that's really what it feels like and to the other people out there that are slow readers it doesn't matter if it takes you a month two months a year um, you're gonna have that information forever yeah that's yeah. what I'm holding space for I love that oh <laughs> well I don't wanna go next because I am not cannot follow up to that one well well, guys, I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm <laughs> going to be honest because my, I guess, you know how when right before you're supposed to be off of work, how it just feels like all hell's breaking loose? Mm-hmm. That's how it's been for me. I'm like, why? Vacations are nice and all of those things. But I'm like, why does it make me like everything has been building up so that I just r- truly need it? And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But off of that because I will have reprieve soon (laughs) Um, but 
I have been happy this week because one of my fave shows now has returned. And I wrote week. it in my notes. I'm going to see if I'm right. Okay. <laughs> and I, too, <laughs> I think we're holding space for it the, the same, same thing. One. And I have a guess for each of what you're holding space <laughs> for. Because I think they're two different shows, but it could be the same one. But go ahead, Todd. So mine is Abbott Elementary. Oh, okay. No. Oh, it's not the same? No, it's not. You didn't guess that? I feel like she oh. knows where mine I feel like she knows where <laughs> mine is, too. Oh, okay. No, but... Fucking shout out to Abbott Elementary. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Cutest. And it's been um, on a little hiatus for the last like three weeks or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited last night. Um, I watched the new episode and it's just super feel good and funny right? and light. Yes. And of course, being products of the of I'm I am a product of the Philadelphia <laughs> public school system. Okay. Same, you know. I, I do my best out here. But, but and that's high school. <laughs> that's all. That's all of them. All of them things. Preschool and everything. Not but preschool. I did. I went to. No, I was about to name your high school again. Uh, <laughs> Did I thought that's what she was about to do. No, let's not. <laughs> Speak into the mic. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's really um, nice to to watch it. And also the last one, was a really feel-good episode too. So it, it really was. was. It was. It was I, I do love, and I love Abbott Twitter. Mm-hmm. Maybe I because love, it feels like Philly. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And I love how also like the stars of it are so interactive. Well, mostly, um, what is Ava? She's the main one on Twitter. Yeah. The principal. Yes. Oh, oh she's the main one like trolling she everybody. She gets on my nerves. She's my favorite. <laughs> I think she's everyone's fan favorite, but she gets on my nerves. She's not my she favorite. gets on my nerves too, but she's my favorite. I'm a DJ AVA. <laughs> my what? favorite is Greg. Bitch, I'm gonna have him edit that out because you're showing off tonight. <laughs> my favorite is Greg, and I like. Um, oh yeah. And I like, like what's that. the other one. Um, the guy, the like, the, the one that guy? they just recently found out was gay, and they were all like, "What?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very obviously gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, but also so random. <laughs> I I did a, a quiz of which Abbott Elementary um character are you? Wait, which what? one? Were you I want to do it. <laughs> no, I got Greg. <laughs> Marky, I don't know why you want to do it when you know you're gonna get Jenny. Stop! <laughs> I think I am though. Honestly, she might not be my favorite. Get, um, I can get Janine, the redhead teacher. Oh yeah, you could definitely. Uh, what's her what's name? Her name? I can't think of her name for the show. I, I know, know her though, but I can't think of the show. I love that show. you thought I would be able though. That makes me feel special. <laughs> Bad bitch. Nah, that's <laughs> why I was given. Yeah. Out of that whole cast, I'm clearly the Janine, and I'm so sad to say that. But also, because right. um, I put, I like, I like, I forget. It was. Some a, a friend of mine they asked because I said what my results are they're like what does that even mean <laughs> and I'm like it means you care but sometimes you don't <laughs> I mean that's also accurate no he's my fave on that though well second fave because Ava just has to take the cake honestly but, but I just it is feel good I can see how that actually feels decompressing and light after yeah. like a hectic week or any hectic week yeah. mm-hmm. but I don't know this is why I started reading because I would turn on shows that I liked after work and then be on my phone and half in the show and I really wasn't even tapped in so now I can actually enjoy those shows more when I yeah. do want to tap in mm-hmm. yeah you know what that's true because I actually have like forced myself to put my phone down during Abbott because I would miss right. things because if you're not paying attention you'll miss like the little side jokes mm-hmm. the little things that they say yeah. so I've actually like don't touch your phone while you're watching TV shows specifically that one look at us yeah. being present <laughs> good topic <laughs> period alright let me see alright so I'm like so I have two shows so I was gonna say we didn't maybe I'll get both of them 
So no, the one that I think you're gonna guess, okay, I'll I'm tell you that in a sec. But I've I'm uh, most excited for the one that I think T is probably gonna guess right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the one you thought for me too. I, that makes sense. Okay. okay. The one that I'm currently binging because my family has been getting on my nerves about it is um is Ozark. So I've been binging Ozark. Who are no. you? <laughs> No. <laughs> Marquita is like our bubbles. And I was literally about to call Marquita bubbles. bubbles. If y'all know this friend group, Marquita is definitely bubbles. No. You turn on Ozark. So Ozark is my Guns and drugs. Wait, no, I know. But there's the another one. one. There, okay. This might be this one, and it better be for the right reasons. <laughs> If it's that one, I'm coming across the table. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so the one that I'm sure to probably guessed that I'm most excited to see, I'm probably going to be binging this weekend, is Bridgerton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so what was it, like two or three weeks ago, I saw that it was coming back. So, of course, not really related, um, but I watched the first season all over again. Fucking love. You know what? I should do that. Even though you don't have to. Yeah. No, you don't have to, but it was so good. Like, you know, it's so, so steamy. I was watching this, I'm like, hold up. Girl, oh my goodness. And it's it's crazy because I still felt those same things watching it again. Like it was just like girl. Oh, is our hopeless romantic. I our am Libra one. lover. I am unfortunately. So I knew you would pick something enchanted like that. Yeah, so I am so excited. Gonna, I cannot wait. Yeah. Grab my bottle of wine. It's gonna be me and Bridgerton all weekend. Okay. Yes. We love that for you. Well, not all weekend, but okay. <laughs> True. We got some shit to do, ladies. Accurate. That's a good one. But the other shows you want to say oh that you thought mm-hmm. so um you said Bridgerton and then for me Atlanta I thought you were going to pick Atlanta oh, do you, do you like that show? I do like Atlanta but actually so it's so funny that you say that because um we were watching Hulu for Abbott and the commercial for Atlanta came on and I was like what is this show even about anymore <laughs> I, it's right, but from the commercial I was just like I don't understand yeah I think I, I like that though and I'm not you know me very structured but I think I like that it's just like just being black yeah I don't so I guess maybe this is like surprise because I feel like I'm like the resident hip hop head here <laughs> I never yes. really cared for Atlanta that much like mm-hmm. I watched it and I'm like I don't understand and also I get thrown off with some problematic jokes so like the whole like jail I like turned it off after that I'm like uh, uh, yeah. uh, okay so I guess uh-huh. for me I see where it would make sense but I'm like certain things just like throw me off and I'm like you know I don't what? watch it I just love um Lakeith the what mm-hmm. that is just like yeah. don't we all have that person in our life he's not acting guys this is this is real <laughs> he's truly strange and then as we in the best it, way yeah in the best way no as we, he's like truly himself but it's so funny that you say that cause like in there I'm like and I think it's, this is this is a safe space for for black women. We all secretly like a lot of he, black women love him yeah. secretly. His, yeah. his little strange self, not too, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, guys! This is gonna be an episode. Y'all got us on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> Distress, guys. That um. And also another feel good is Wonder Years. It's just I think oh. you really like that. Oh, I do really like. I think it's I done. Used to love the old Wonder Years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never saw the old one, but I really do like this Wonder the Years. The black ones, right? 
the black one is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. really good, feel good. I used to watch the white one. This, it is. This just I used made to me... like watch the white one too, but this one was just. We're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last time after we had our sleepover, guys, we were bonding over all the really old shows that we like. So mm-hmm. except for I, I um knew I knew them, but I have you not can, watched. You can them. tell when somebody wasn't raised on Nick at night. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> listen, <laughs> if you want to know anything about the Disney princesses, you hit my girl key up. Okay? Per yeah, per. Um, but the real ones was up at three o'clock when they wasn't supposed. To watching all of the family mm-hmm. or cheers, right? <laughs> See, I know that theme song, but I just never saw the show. But I know it. It's getting weird. <laughs> like, oh my god! Sorry. And that's us holding space. So, as promised. Um, <laughs> Again, if you're following us on IG, Empathetic Black Hotties, um, we gave you guys a poll a couple weeks ago and you definitely answered. And one of the options was make it messy. And (laughs) that was like up there. Um, Now, it didn't win, so it's not the first episode, um, but we told you we're going to cover the topics you guys want to hear about. And so we're making it messy today. Um, and we had to really put our heads together to figure out how we're going to do this ethically, how we're going to do this. And <laughs> that not, is true. Not overshare. <laughs> um, so all of us have found in the depths holes of Reddit um, <laughs> some messy ass situations. And we're going to be reading them and dissecting them personally and clinically a little bit here, too. Like, yeah. what do we think and maybe what approach would we take in the office? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Who wants we got to go first. <laughs> Sadi, Sadi. Alrighty, let's get him started. Well, so I guess we want to say like the the header is all like the am I? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, am I the asshole? Yes. So the question um, is, am I the asshole? But we'll dig deeper than that. We will not only just in, identify if you are the asshole. We will discuss further. So <laughs> maybe there's other assholes in this story. Yeah, we're gonna get in it. But so. I want to preface this. Child, the reading out loud. <laughs> Seriously, thank you. Disclaimer. Did we just talk about the Philadelphia <laughs> school system? Right. Okay. I, that's what, literally, thank you, right now. I was about to, I was about to give a disclaimer. I want to say, I went to elementary school in the public school system in Philadelphia. Same. If y'all judge me, it's a mirror. Because most of y'all went <laughs> to judge yourself. Period on the mirror. Bitch. Why would you do that when I took a sip of water? <laughs> I'm a mirror to us all. Oh okay. So this first one, the header is, "Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my daughter's wedding, even if I promised to?" Hmm. So, my he's a 39 year old male daughter who is 21 is going to get married this June. Since she was a little girl, I promised to pay for her wedding, but something happened two days ago that made me change my mind. I also want to identify, too, their punctuation. I can't help if how I read when their punctuation is also off. So once again, to whatever school system they went to. Have patience. <laughs> okay. So a little background. My ex-wife and I had our daughter at a very young age. They were 18 when they got married. After six years of marriage, I found myself and I came out to my wife. She understood, and we had a very amicable divorce and split custody. My daughter was always a daddy's girl and always got along with my now partner, who's a 38-year-old male of 14 years. She is planning her wedding. I was paying for it. And let me know a few things she wanted for her special day. Since her future in-laws are so conservative and religious, my husband is not allowed to attend the wedding. 
I said, okay, it's your day. My son, who is two, can't attend either. It's not going to be a child-free wedding. However, da-da-da, they put that as a note. I can't talk about my quote-unquote lifestyle because she doesn't want to make the in-laws uncomfortable. Therefore, I told her that if her in-laws are so important, they should pay for the wedding. She got mad and she got mad at me and called me a child and said that if I keep on with this attitude, she'll ask her father-in-law to walk her down the aisle. And then I said, fine, if my family isn't welcome and I'm excluded, I'm not paying for the wedding. She was furious and said that I was being selfish, picking favorites and not thinking about her at all. She complains that I can't that they can't afford the wedding since they are both too young and reminded me that it was a promise that I made. Everyone, including her mom, is calling me selfish. So, oh, her mom, mm -hmm, his ex, his ex-wife. Oh, so am I the asshole here? I didn't know her mom stepped in. Yeah, I didn't remember her mom saying that. That little extra sprinkle on mm. top. Um. So I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of factors into this one. A lot of a lot of ways we can dissect this or think about this. Um. Are we answering? No, not answering yet. Because I can give yeah, an answer I mean, with like, the yeah, Give me your thoughts. Oh, oh I, is he the asshole? Yeah, no, like I guess we'll determine that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. I would so I would say if because we're reading this from dad's perspective mm -hmm, true if dad was a client of mine I would definitely hold space for the fact of I'm sure it feels very hurtful that it feels like the family of the groom is being prioritized over their mm -hmm. family so I would definitely validate the fact that, that it feels very hurtful and I'm sure he feels very included because this is a special day for him as well. I will start there. I will also, I don't know, I don't like how this is lightly not clinical, but like, who she talked to? I don't like that. The daughter, <laughs> right? like, you're being selfish. It's like, you it's guys are literally Zilla. being, but she, they're all literally being selfish right now. Like, yep. Yeah. Every single one. How, right? Yeah, so I guess I'll let everybody else say their initial thoughts too, but... Yeah, you know, I guess if dad... I didn't even think about dad on my couch. Um, yeah, I didn't. I thought I about that. I would daughter. definitely go the client... Because this is so aligned with morals and messaging, mm -hmm. I would go the client-centered approach of, mm -hmm. you know, what would matter most to you at the end of the day um, and what type of messaging he would come up with would kind of determine our, <clears throat> our course of action there, meaning the message of family first no matter what I'm mm -hmm. your dad this is and I promise is a promise I got you if that mattered to him or I'm a person and my lifestyle is nothing's wrong with my lifestyle and I love you and I love your brother and the way you're exiling your stepdad who you've known you know that's also family first too mm -hmm. so what would make him feel most aligned the day after the wedding walking her down and paying X amount with being discriminated against because mm -hmm. obviously the conservative parents are discriminating against him and his um, yeah. sexuality and or you know aligning and sending the message of nothing about my lifestyle is wrong and this is a firm boundary of you can accept that and get this paid for or you cannot accept that and you can figure out your wedding on your own yeah so who's so I was thinking, which should have been more from dad's perspective because he was the one writing it. But I was picturing daughter 
on my couch and kind of asking her those same questions. Like, what what means more to you? Your family being a part of the wedding because your dad, his husband, and your brother is family. So it's what's more important, having family or just having this day? Because this day is one day. What's mm-hmm. happening when mm-hmm. we move past that day? What's and it sounds like after you that? wouldn't have that day if dad isn't invited because he would get yeah. the one for it. So it kind of sounds like you're her. Yeah. And when it's you, her wedding. You know what kind of got me about this? If this is your dad and you guys have a decent relationship, because it didn't say they didn't, so perhaps they the, the Reddit left out those details, mm-hmm. and you get along or you love your stepdad, why would you date someone so homophobic? That's what I was about to say. Yes. I'm like, why are you even... Whose wedding is this? Why are you even allowing your husband or fiancé's family to not let your your family a part of the day? What? Right. Is and it your wedding? For it. Is it your... That's what I'm saying. If you... I, I think that's a question I would have if I was dead or a question I would discuss about, like... Because do your... Do your morals align more with them? Because mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like from you kind of being like, well, this is the this is what it is. This is what's going to happen. It's like, are you just saying, like, that's what you want? I feel like, is this a mess by you blaming it on the mm-hmm. parents versus you just not you having want. enough guts to say it yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's been a while, though. Didn't you say that it was four, they were been married for 14 years, the dad and his husband? Yeah, but the daughter is only 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can definitely dissect some parenting dynamics because him and the wife or her, him and the mother of the daughter were teen parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to, we're more likely to miss some respective parenting or reflective parenting or gentle parenting. Yeah. You know, teenage parents got it rough. So we're, we're, they're survival parenting, let alone talking about morals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a difference in her being comfortable with her dad's lifestyle and accepting and I think yeah. we're seeing this difference blow up because you can be comfortable around them and comfortable with having a gay you can mm-hmm. say you're comfortable with having a gay dad but you're not accepting if they can't be part of your big moments that's right. true noticing that difference between those two yeah and it sounds like shedding light on it at this wedding <laughs> so and I then- think I would dig into her ass about that like it sounds mm-hmm. like you're comfortable but don't seem too accepting and I'm wondering how much it means to you to accept your dad's life versus mm-hmm. being comfortable with it and I'd yeah. use that client-centered approach on her yeah, yeah. and then and then there's the mama her ass on the couch no. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to <laughs> I was, I would just my thing is I would just honestly I'm saying this in just now but if it was truly a client here and I, like the, the daughter was my client mm-hmm. I would truly which ask. is so possible y'all like this is yeah. not out the realm this is like reddit stuff but this is very much what we get on the couch yeah literally welcome to our couch honestly <laughs> welcome this is- to our couch <laughs> tell your trauma to laugh <laughs> show you what's some do yeah I'm done be nice to your dad <laughs> Friday night <laughs> but if the daughter was on my couch too, I would genuinely kind of just be like, okay, so how do you picture this day? This Hopefully this is the only one you would have. Would it be aligned to kind of the, the support you would want to have around you? Like, mm-hmm. are you are you okay with how the day would be presented and who mm-hmm. would be your support system if that was to go? And if, or like, if you had to pick like who you would want 
um, to be around you or centered around you during this? Like, would you be okay if your dad and your brother and his husband wasn't there? Like, does that feel like enough support? Would you feel fulfilled? Yeah. Would you look back on this day and be okay mm-hmm. with it? Mm-hmm. That's a, I like that line. Yeah. And if you're okay. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that ideal situation. If she's okay with it, then she's okay with it. Right. Because it is her day. Like, and if you want to be a fucked up person for life, you you can be <laughs> a fucked up person. <laughs> that is your choice. <laughs> that is what you chose to do. How many times on a session do, does your client come to a completely like different conclusion than what you were thinking? You're like, okay. <laughs> like, I have no opinion. I'm just like, and okay. I'm a good teenager, so often. <laughs> no, like, often. Whoa, that's what you got out of what I said. I actually just want question and we took it there okay that's mm-hmm. not the response I was looking for uh, but I like that though like having her think of like her ideal like that imaginary ideal scenario and like plugging in who she wants or who she can see there and who she wants there um, so no I do like that but and transferring because I did daughter on my couch if I had dad on my couch I feel like I would be um, maybe same thing for him like boundaries because I don't think it's anything wrong with and this might be answering the question of who's the asshole but I don't think there's anything wrong with him kind of retreating back a little bit because it doesn't sound like he's being wanted or appreciated or anything like Definitely that in this appreciated. in this moment like he, she's very much like give me money but keep no, your promise yeah like right. she's not really centered on contribute to my day financially yeah like not really centered on the relationship that up. they possibly have <laughs> don't have an opinion but give me your money you stupid bitch. Like, what? Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard her that's, say. That's not Talk what you was read, but that's what she heard. Um, but yeah, I like so I the think, boundary point. Yeah, keeping boundaries and saying, like, you know, what he would, and which would be hard, but what he would and would not be willing to help her with according to what she's allowing for her day. Right. And I think with that client, then I would um, do some work on if this is how you uphold your boundaries, who in your life can reassure you or encourage you mm-hmm. when it starts to get hard? Because empl- employing boundaries isn't always easy. And yeah, it's not are. his daughter's job or anyone's job in our lives to know our boundaries every single time. And in life, we push people's boundaries all the time, intentionally and subconsciously. But it is our duty and responsibility to uphold them. And I think he really is trying here to uphold yeah. his boundaries. And I think mm-hmm. he needs his own um, camp to reassure yeah. him of that. Because I'm sure it's not easy. I mean, that read like it was, but I don't think it was easy for him to not be at his daughter's wedding. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, calling the mom out, too. Because, girl. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Let, uh, what, what's Summer say? No love. We should have started with your mom. Oh. oh. She should have looked <laughs> Period. But in this case, the mom daughter. is aligned with her, which is a whole other Bias. thing. Yeah. Because knowing that background history of him leaving her for a man... I think. But she sounded like she understood that part. <laughs> she sounded like she was calling. Well, you know what? Right. Not even just the fact, just the fact that she he left for someone else. I think it's something that she possibly could be struggling with, but that does sound a little biased because now I'm wondering what the mom is saying to the daughter. And I'm, not the wondering, daughter. I'm wondering what she's contributing. Okay, because right. <laughs> if you're a man that I'm not paying, what are you about to do? Yeah, nothing. That's why I'm like, you need to help her because I can't. I, I don't. Yeah, I guess that's where I'm because that's where I also feel like if I was in dad's perspective where it could feel like I'm being used. So I'm mm -hmm. just the piggy bank, but I my feelings don't matter. No, I just have to shut up and just deal with whatever comes out of it. But I do think that it's something to 
I don't know. I, I think <laughs> what's missing, too, is nobody's really letting this girl sit in her tr- consequences of her choice. If you are choosing to say, I am more aligned with having a comfortable wedding and mm. not making his family uncomfortable and being there for my fiance, yada, yada, she has a right to do that. But mm-hmm. every choice has consequences. So mm-hmm. if the consequences you lose your funding from your dad, mm-hmm. that's what matters more to you. Per. No, and uh, that brings, as someone planning a wedding myself, I remember when I, first, when I first got engaged, I like watched this video of like, you just got engaged. This is like a video <laughs> you should watch. But they talked about, there was like an entire, like there's, if you look on YouTube, there's so many videos just about like, now, this is something that isn't my reality, but so many brides have to deal with appeasing their parents so that you can get money because a lot a lot that comes with that is like, OK, so if I want this financial contribution from my parents, then now you kind of have to put up with some shit from them. Like now, mm-hmm. yeah, now mm-hmm. they get because they're paying for it now they do get to invite that random co-worker that you yeah. don't even know because they're paying for or like now now they do get to have more say in like the flowers because they're paying for it mm-hmm. and that may sound wild to someone else but like this sounds like literally the opposite end of like he should technically have a little bit more say because he is it oh. sounds like the financial contribution is mostly him and then you're literally stripping all of it mm. so mm-hmm. I can see how definitely I know a lot of kind of parents like the go to the put the pedal to the metal when it comes to requests when they are making such a financial contribution and it's like yeah. you're basically telling them to shut the hell up he don't got nothing kick rocks mm-hmm. so it's, it's just interesting and from being from a family therapy background I think I would tell right away if I think I would infer that mom probably had full custody or like um, majority mm-hmm. custody yeah and she was probably not scaffolding the dad and the lifestyle or whatever they want to call it the lifestyle um, she was probably talking shit yeah so her upbringing was like yeah I, I fuck with my dad and I love him and his um, my stepdad's cool but I'm in this mom's home majority of the time and I don't get good positive messaging so to me it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything backhandedly because I've been you know I got messaging from her that it doesn't matter to consider yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. now that I think about it anymore, someone that really, because he said in the in the letter, like, she's a daddy girl. Someone that's a daddy's girl wouldn't instantly be like, well, I'll just have somebody else walk me down yeah. the aisle. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. Yeah. So to me, it seems like more to be discovered because it's like, where? That's what I said. What the hell is that mom saying? What is her contribution? into? Because that little one-liner at the end of that Reddit <laughs> wasn't enough for me. Like, what was? What else was mom yeah. saying? What is her contribution to everything that's going on? Not only financially, but emotionally. Like, yeah. what is she saying to, to the daughter? What has she said? Because they got divorced when she was like seven or broke up when she was seven. So yeah. seven to what she, 21, One. they said. Mm-hmm. What was you dishing? What was you saying? What was you speaking to her? Yeah. I think we found the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> it's the <a> mom. <laughs> but definitely they're for sure not as cool as dad thinks they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good point. So, mm-hmm. And that's tough to deal with. Yeah. Recognizing that. Yeah. Do we want to make a verdict? I say mom. 
<laughs> well, in in the am I the asshole threads, the uh, readers determine is the narrator. So we can, but we can do both. Um, so is the I mean the person that submitted it the asshole? Yeah. The okay. last question was he asked like am, am I, I the asshole? asshole? So is dad the asshole? No, no, no. Unanimously, no. Um, but yeah. we can pick an asshole if you want. I can. Can we, can we do that moving forward? I'm yeah. picking one, and it's mom. I'm thinking mom too, and um, I think it's the daughter. I was gonna say daughter oh. definitely is a mini asshole, and his family is assholes. But again, they're gonna push boundaries because they're human. Like they're like, again, especially if they're part of the majority, aka the heterosexuals. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're gonna be like, uh, privileged and not not think anything of like not yeah. wanting to be disturbed or whatever by a different lifestyle. And I hate that they even use that word, but they're gonna push because that's what they they do and I guess like they're closed-minded enough to do that but it's up to her and the mom to and the dad but to kind of foster both relationships and they're choosing not to yeah for sure but the daughter's 21 which also I'm like chill okay yeah. like I feel like she she may have regrets you know Mm -hmm. her her brain's not I I could say my relationship with my parents at 21 um, wasn't as good as it is now. Yes. Yeah. Right, so. And I think with that too, I think it's giving that her fiance is older. Like, I think he is giving, he's not, I don't feel like he's the same age as she is. I feel like he's like older, maybe like late 20s. And and I guess that's the whole thing too, because I think you just, you mentioned a little bit earlier about like being in a relationship with someone. Like, I wouldn't, I guess that's a whole nother discussion of like yeah. what their family structure, like what mm-hmm. she sees for herself. Like, wouldn't you want to be with someone who doesn't accept your yeah who doesn't accept like, your dad would we even, basically you know, but she is 21 and I hope that learn something from this <laughs> <laughs> so you going next team um yeah I can't sorry y'all I was dead ass trying to do my popcorn pre-reading I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I no, you out. we're just gonna right. do a second disclaimer listen <laughs> do not judge us we said what the fuck we said the first the time the moment my, my crack I'm like it's happening <laughs> it is happening I already skipped word it's <laughs> Stop. You did oh you did good, sweetie. You. you did well. <laughs> T, you're gonna do amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Support um, group for reading. Am I the asshole for lying about my being pregnant to my family to protect my husband? My husband is a transgender man and we've always wanted to start a family together. I have a huge fear of pregnancy, so he offered to carry the baby. It was an insane process. He had to stop taking testosterone for a long time, but he was amazing throughout the whole process and I did everything in my power to help him feel more comfortable. None of my family know that he is transgender. They are homophobic, transphobic, all the phobics. Mm. But our friends know. He posted an ultrasound on his private Instagram, not knowing that my sister follows him on the burner account. Well, she saw the photo and told my whole family. They were furious that I wouldn't tell them. Our plans was to say that we adopted. They assumed, though, that I was the pregnant one and blew up on me. So I just went with it and lied because I wasn't going to out my husband. The first couple of months, I'd let them visit. Eventually, I started eating big meals, purposely bloating myself to the point of discomfort so I'd look pregnant. They'd remark around the six-month mark that I was remarkably small, but I just played it off. Eventually, I couldn't lie any longer, so I would—I looked for every excuse in the book to not see my family. I turned down the offers of baby showers, gender reveal parties, anything that requires us seeing each other. Luckily, my family lives an hour away. We all have busy lifestyles, so them randomly visiting wasn't an issue. But one time they did pop in unexpectedly, we were out of the house. If they FaceTime and made it a point to be in bed feeling horribly sick so that I couldn't give up a bump update. I lied my ass off and they just thought I had a rough pregnancy. 
My husband gave birth a year ago and went straight back to his testosterone. Now we're happy as ever. My family have, has met our beautiful daughter and they adore her. A week ago, after an argument between myself and a friend, said friend decided to out my husband by messaging my family and included proof. They did by adding everybody in a group chat, posting screenshots, and basically the whole story, then saying, I'll leave you all to discuss this. Then they left the chat and blocked me and my husband. Mm. In a transphobic rage, my mother raced to my home and all but beat my door down. It wasn't pretty. I had to call the cops. I've been disowned, but that hasn't stopped the daily calls, texts coming from my parents, aunts, uncles, siblings, leaving nasty transphobic slurs on our voicemails and other hateful crap. I ended up crying to my friend yesterday who told me that I should have been honest with my family as it would have saved me a lot of heartache. That or said that we miscarried and then adopted later. I'm not happy that this things played out the way they did. I just feel so sad now. Maybe it was wrong to lie to my family, but I feel like I had no choice. Am I the asshole for lying to my family? Whew. All That's her a- friends deserve to get their ass lit. <laughs> That's what about you? I'm trying to breathe and take in what she said and try to immediately like whoop all of your ass. It's airy season, y'all. I'm done. Right? I'm I have no patience. She said, fuck all y'all. Full form. You hear me? I low-key wanted to submit FMLA paperwork during um, airy season because I just feel like I should take a backseat. I hate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but <laughs> no, I know I'm the exception. It's okay. I know. Right. Shout out, side note. Shout out to but I think but by the time this comes out, your birthday would have passed. Hey. Shout out. Happy Thank birthday, you. Ty. Thank you. Guys. Our favorite Aries Queen. Period. Per. Now we want your Aries perspective. Yes. No. Yeah. Ass is whooped. <laughs> I, I, I obviously understand. Well, I guess it's layered because clearly if you can conceal an entire pregnancy Mm -hmm. that you guys don't spend a lot of time with each other, your family. So I'm like, fuck it. Well, I tell them like you clearly don't really you're not really around each other that much Um, to have to really explain and go through the hubbub of their disappointment and their feelings. I I would agree. I'm like, yeah, why would I go through that if I don't have to? And I barely see Mm y'all. So that makes sense to me. But outlet. No, that's accurate because I'm thinking too. Like my, like I wish I would have posted something. My family would be at my door with all types of balloons. I wouldn't have been able to just not yeah. to get away with that. Especially and in the last trimester where you have a big belly. Yeah, and you may need more help. Yeah, I feel like that's called like we need more support and y'all not even there so you're right but, but that but that's just also revealing too because odds are and it sounds like they don't even know that he's trans they don't yeah they didn't so that was the whole thing about yeah yeah so that just shows that you aren't as close with them as mm-hmm. you know it's not perceived that way because they don't even know his true background on top of you being able to hide the last what three months or the last four four months of your pregnancy quote unquote um but we're picturing her on my couch. Like lying to her family. Yeah. Sending them false information. Basically, she did tell them a whole complete, a completely different narrative. Yeah. I'm always going back to boundaries. I need to relax on that boundary. Boom diaries. Boom diaries. Boom diaries. But I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Shit. I think I'm kind of stunt on this one I would definitely I don't this is a little cyber but I don't know you guys how you react when your clients like just go on a whole rant and tell you a crazy yeah ass story but I always take a minute to be like wow 
<laughs> I say I say that was a lie. I'm always like it's taking. I can only imagine because I'm hearing it secondhand, so I right. can only imagine how it is actually going through it. But I'm like this. Ooh, it's a lot to even digest, so I couldn't imagine living through it because yeah, this. I was think a that's lot. where I am. <laughs> I think that's, I think that was me taking it in. Like, I'm so glad you brought this to session today, and you feel mm. comfortable sharing it and getting through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I would, I would definitely say, because I would also highlight the client, the fact of how empathetic she is for how far she went to make sure that her husband was protected, feels safe mm-hmm. and is protected. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that especially when you're, I think you have at times you have to make choices, right? Especially when you're in a committed relationship of like where, like you mentioned before about morals and what aligns. It seems like right now her morals are what is aligning further than like the family system Mm -hmm. and that those values at this moment. It's like the fact that I don't care what you guys are thinking. My top priority is making sure that they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. But she does care what they're thinking. That's why she's lying. Fair. But choices, you're right. Like, this is my husband. We're starting a family, and we're the only ones raising this kid. Yeah. And it's our, that's absolutely their business. But you bring up a good point, see, because it's like, listen, this is a point where now you're going to have to, because I think that now that everything has been brought out, it's like you have to make a choice now of like, you can't appease both sides now. Before you were trying to like, you were trying to walk the plank of like, okay, I can meet their needs and then I can also make him happy. It's like, you have to make a choice now because you can't, especially when the, the, it's not aligning, like you have to, you have to make a choice. Are you going to be on their side and appease them and make them happy? Or are you going to be, stand by your man? Right. Which is so exhausting because you knew that going in too. Like you knew, might not have known that he would have been the one to have to carry the baby, but you knew that your family was this way and you're marrying someone that is trans. Well, I mean, shit, ain't nobody checking my man's Right. No, no, no. No, I know that, but I'm saying like it's obvious of how like trans or how phobic her family is. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, being raised in that, seeing that, and then marrying someone of that, like you were already rocking the boat, and you probably were already brewing. Yeah, I was. I say, um, and I think y'all heard me say this before. We really choose our um, joys and sorrows, or we choose our storms before we experience them. Hmm. And I think if she was on my couch at the pregnancy decision making or early in the pregnancy, I would have been gearing towards which hard do you want to choose? Mm-hmm. Do you want to choose this hard of putting up this facade and hiding and lying mm-hmm. and poor communication? Yeah. Um, or do you want the hard of hiding the secret with the potential that it will come out? And if it comes out, the hard of how your family is going to react. Which hard yeah. do you want to choose? Because they're both hard. Um, and which storm do you want to experience? But she yeah. signed up for that storm. She did. Um, mm-hmm. It still fuck her parents, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. They're, they are the problem. Now this brings it's kind of tied into this but I've seen discourse about how let's say we're talking about like an interracial couple right Mm -hmm. there has been a lot of discourse that if you are aware that your family is severely racist Mm -hmm. it is irresponsible and maybe even dangerous for your partner for you to bring them in without Mm -hmm. warning and allowing them to kind of deal with that abuse yeah could that be argued here that this is that situation like you were actively aware that your family is 
has these specific views was that fair yeah ooh was that fair was that fair to to bring him into that situation but he knew he knew <clears throat> like if you're gonna hide the pregnancy like then he knows he's hiding it for a reason yeah for a reason I guess but maybe he hasn't had like some specific incidents where like they well cause but they maybe probably didn't say if that you would have had her at the beginning of the relationship that's yeah. the work you would have done with her yeah of hey the what type of foreshadowing can you see if you're going to hide this? Right. Because there, like, it seems like before, obviously, there, there, it was no knowledge, but there clearly must have been some incidents where they've spoken about trans-related topics where she knew what her family was about. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. But I'm thinking the husband doesn't. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm sure when you meet me, you just think, like, okay, hey, he's nice, whatever. But I don't know that, like, when... I don't know the type of rhetoric that you speak. Mm, you know, had that type of I don't know if politics came up when they're around, so he doesn't even know that they're, like, that bad or that to that level. Do you get what I'm saying? Which is also probably true because, like, <clears throat> in that whole situation, it's obvious that she's not as... They're not as close. So she probably definitely kept him at bay and kept so him away from like, all of that. Why are we lying? Y'all don't even talk. Yeah. Why we gotta lie? Because I don't think about the wedding too I, I mean, don't know granted, I think he knew he thought I don't know yeah, if he did. how are you gonna carry a baby for nine months and go through your um, hormonal changes and he literally was hiding it on the Instagram so he knew that her oh yeah would have some page. like venomous um, uh, backlash yeah Maybe I mean nobody can predict that mom's about to knock the door down, but <laughs> no. I think he knew like it could get bad quick, and maybe he didn't know how bad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he I think he knew to some like to a degree. Some extent, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it also shows in you know empaths out there and in our lives and on our couches how strong like family values can guide or influence your decisions because yeah. your family's values against um, being accepting made you lie to them. Yeah. Not yeah. only about the pregnancy, but I'm sure she's been lying to them, or not lying to them, but she hasn't been as transparent yeah. um, this whole time. Yeah. I think this is, like you're saying, definitely clear enmeshment where it's like to go against the grain of what right. this family does is like we have one one band, one sound, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, we are allowed to beat on our own, go off on our own path. But, you know, when, when you have that level of enmeshment, like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I can understand her level of frustration, too, or like sadness because she was like, like you said, like choosing her heart to like what, which one she wanted to pick. She didn't, she couldn't. So it was actually Ooh. picked for her. So now Ooh, yep. she's on my couch because she was trying to play that game and everything blew up and, and she can't pick anymore. And I mean, I don't, she doesn't sound like it's going to have much of a, I mean, she could pick, but it doesn't sound like she's going to pick family. No, I mean, she's going to have to pick her point to bring her up those sessions too of like, you have the power now, but uh, deciding on what you do now, um, you may not have the power later. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yep. what you want. Now, now, yeah. that other, now that friend that needs their ass will took that control away from you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the friend is the biggest asshole. Because, like, yeah. that's not even a friend. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Because you're putting that whole family system at risk and dipping out. Even that baby. Mm-hmm. Now that baby doesn't even have family support. It's disgusting. Yeah. That, was, that was just very weird. And behavior. it's not her fault that her family, the friend's fault that the family responds like that. But it's calculated and you knew. She knew. Yeah, you were being messy. No, she knew it. She, like, it's not For sure. her fault that they're um, transphobic, mm-hmm. but it is her fault that you knew how much this could hurt mm-hmm. the family and this baby, and yep. you did not care. Yep. Um, which is disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, we. Oh, I was going to say, like, 
But I feel like with interracial couples, like it's obvious you can't hide that. So Fair. I can really pour into that. Yeah, you, you should. You are responsible for you know protecting your partner and letting mm-hmm. them know how your family comes off. Trans people though, I, that's their business. I don't know. Mm. Oh, and if they want to disclose yes, that, right. it is their business mm. if they want to disclose. And that's your business as a couple too. Like I don't have to be like, hey, I'm T, I'm trans. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, but I will say, if you can have more open communication in a system, you're just gonna have more benefits. I, I guess I'm saying this from the place like I want my anybody I love it doesn't even have to be a romantic partner I'm never putting them in a situation where they would be around people that would offend them like yeah, yeah. if I'm I'm going to make sure regardless whether you want to share no one is going to talk badly about any of your identities mm-hmm. on my watch yeah. so the thing is is like yes you have no business and that's nobody's business what happens in nothing but would I even want to subject them to people that may say something, even if they don't think that the the shot is hitting them, that it would just be flown by and, you know, past them. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even want them to be in that type of environment. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Give us the verdict. Yeah. So... Is she the asshole for lying? Um, and she says lying to protect her husband. She's not an I asshole. She's no. a people pleaser. Yeah. But she's yeah. not an asshole. No. Yeah. What'd you say, T? Nah, she's not an asshole. No. Who's the real asshole? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone else. <laughs> Everyone else. Um, I was going to say the, the friend. friend. Yeah. yeah no, definitely the friend. friend and definitely the family. Well, of yeah, course, the, the family. Because then it's like, you're, you're still, the deed is done. Yeah. Um, And y'all are like, messaging and voicemailing like what what do you expect us to do now yeah what's next and you're gonna say something I'll let y'all do with this information okay fine yeah <laughs> you're the fucking table. Table. like ew okay. um I'm marking sorry one popcorn second. do we need to do it oh this is a little long do we need to do another disclaimer <laughs> I am a product of the Philadelphia <laughs> school district do not judge um, I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. You, by the way, I meant to say you did amazing. Yes, I told you you were doing fine. Now, Marquis, so I do a little fast when I get a little nervous. So clear your throat if it's getting a little wild. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this one is um my 27. Oh, wait, did y'all read that part? I just read. Go right I into it. I didn't read the header, but it's new. Okay, so my 27. Wait, read the title. Am I that you didn't read the header? No, I did. Yeah, read the header. Oh. Am I the asshole? It doesn't say, am I the asshole? Let me see, See, already struggling. Goddamn. Wait, that's just the part at the top. Am I the asshole for... Yeah, you're right. Um, But I'll... I'll, It's, am I the asshole for not forgiving my cousin, even though he's sick and is dating my fiance? Okay. Um, So I, Mel, 27, don't have any siblings, but I have a cousin, Kevin, who's two years younger than me, and we literally grew up together. I spend a lot of time with my dad's side of the family. Mom is deceased. Dad never remarried. He has health issues. And I was there with Kevin most of the time. We did everything together. Fought, played, cried, laughed, all that. I've always been very close to my grandparents as well, so I was very comfortable being there. When I was engaged to my ex-fiance, I used to bring her over to my grandparents' house most of the time. Her, me, and Kevin would spend our time doing things together. I noticed Kevin would try to take part in part even in personal conversations and try to tag along whenever we went out. I set some boundaries, but he just kept stomping over them. He changed. He tried to pick fightings with me, not fightings, fights. 
um, and claim I'm forgetting about him and prioritizing my ex over him and I don't know how to deal with this so I kept my distance. In about two months, I found out from my aunt about Kevin constantly meeting up with my ex and she told me that she was worried something was going on between Kevin and my ex. Um, ex-fiance, by the way. And she was right. Turned out my ex and Kevin got together and I was being kept in the dark while I was playing, planning our wedding and handing out invitations. I felt like an absolute idiot. I couldn't handle my angle, anger. I couldn't handle my anger. I stopped everything and cut contact with Kevin and the family, except dad, because he needed me. It's been over a year, um, and I heard that Kevin was in front of the hospital, in front, in and out of the hospital, but I don't know why. Until my aunt reached out to me telling me that Kevin has liver cancer and wasn't handling it well. I drove my dad to visit him once and saw my ex, who's now his girlfriend there, and I left right away. I kept my distance and recently I started getting calls from family members asking did you hear about Kevin and telling me the same story. My grandmother called me wanting to arrange for family dinner on Christmas and because Kevin got out of the hospital. Um, punctuation. It's not me. It's the punctuation, y'all. Yeah. Um, and wanted me to come hoping I solve issues with him seeing that I may not be able to do it later. But I refused. She told me I need to have some empathy and let go of the past because what happened to him was enough for me to let it go. They started pressuring me from all sides. I told my grandparent that I won't sit with my ex-fiance and the person who wronged me at the same table and pretend to be a happy family. They replied that I was resentful, that he's my cousin no matter what happens, and it's the same um, It's the same people who allowed my ex into their house after what she did inside it. Bro, I promise it's not me. It's the same people who allowed my ex into the house after what she did inside it with Kevin and said they only allowed my ex into the house for Kevin's sake. And now I demand I get right with him because he clearly deserves more sympathy than I do. I'm deeply hurt and I can't imagine sitting at the same table with the people who hurt me most. What should I do at this point? I think everyone is being unfair, confusing, or just ignoring what Kevin did to me. Mm. So, we already asked if this person may be the asshole, that's what they want to know, but how yeah. would we approach this if this person came to our couch? I will say, don't we all have such empathy for our clients? Like, it's, it's I have to work backwards because I'm always going to be, they're my client. I'm yeah. always going to be like, you! Yeah. Um, and, but obviously, I want to help them navigate their life, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that is, I just had a conversation recently where, you know when a client is in combat with someone else and they're it's not you because you know when they're in conflict with someone else I'm like you already know I'm on your side yeah. I'm <laughs> but we'll, we'll point out you know what's going on and where we could have right. taken accountability but it's like mm-hmm. I'm on your side yeah. it, it, it became in this situation I'm talking about was a therapist against therapist a therapist she was like well their therapist said this and I'm like well oh. tell them I, said, <laughs> I, I love therapist wars I love therapist I'm like oh perhaps her therapist didn't bring that up well Accurate. she's but I just mentioned I'm like well their therapist is aligned with them yeah and so I'm aligned with you and tell them I said <laughs> but you said no, I that's so you. true but yeah I feel like we learned um being on your side is not always you know giving you praise and la la mm-hmm. and fluff being on your side is 
being giving you the tools to um, navigate better in life. Yeah, and holding you accountable. Yeah. Just because we're on your side doesn't mean we're gonna trash everything, <laughs> throw everything out the window, and just be like, you were right. Mm-hmm. Even if you are, it's still processing that and saying like going over the situation and holding you accountable when necessary. Right. But it is a situation where you're limited in the information that everything yep. you get is from their yeah. viewpoint, yep. and so it is like, child, we skewed as hell over here. I don't know what the hell is going on in that side. So I am only going off of the information you gave me. Yeah. Accurate. But but I mean in this situation, um, not calling out assholes yet, but if this person was on my couch, I mean a hundred percent empathize um with them because that's that's essentially like the best friend stole my girlfriend type of situation. So um a hundred percent empathizing with them and trying to recognize why or help them um pick or not really I don't want to say pick but helping them view of like what's kind of important like his family aside of Kevin is family it's important it's always a fucking Kevin too it's it is. always a fucking Kevin <laughs> what the fuck was that one um Home Alone Soul Food oh Kevin no oh, yeah both both had Kevin it's always fucking shit up in the family if you got a cousin Kevin <laughs> I come to therapy I, I bet you do <laughs> I don't know about cousin Kevin but yeah but I think empathizing with him and also kind of helping him understand like what's important like if you are really family oriented and you really um, value the family like what's more important scooting this bullshit to the side with Kevin and figuring it out um, and being there and being engaged with the family or is this shit gonna take you out you just said talk everybody and you just don't care and you won't come around anymore Mm mm-hmm Hmm. What do y'all think when he said, like, I couldn't handle my anger, I cut everybody off? That's mm. interesting. But was that true? Did you cut him off for, like, a day? Like, what's No, he really to? doesn't talk to them. Oh, at all? Yeah, but I thought I, he actually did handle his anger well. Given what he could have done? I mean, I don't think... It's, I don't think it's a permanent solution, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you feel like you didn't handle your anger well? I mean, I would have whooped something. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't kill anyone. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that was handling it well. You you created the boundaries and cut everybody, well, quote unquote, cut everybody off, but limited contact. So. I think what he's not handling well is, you know, the repair work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avoidance isn't work. That's true. But also, in a way, I could understand how, so taking the illness to the side for a second I can understand why maybe in this situation he feels like the family seems to be aligning with them Mm -hmm. over him in this moment of like so they get to be comfortable and my ex is at the family dinners and I'm not even there Mm -hmm. and then I kind of have to just deal with their situation I would be like okay I'll come to the family dinner if that bitch ain't there yeah Mm -hmm. maybe that could but and so I'm saying that and just and okay but that is something like so if it's a family thing then it should just be family mm. Ooh, that's true. a boundary that maybe you could set if that would make you feel more comfortable or if I can I guess that would be something I would ask Kevin to explore well I would ask to explore in, in future sessions of like so what scenarios would make you feel comfortable and, mm. if, and if you couldn't at all but you know maybe it is the dynamic of like okay we'll have this dinner and then everyone will be there and then like the whole thing yeah. emphasize the fact that like I'll have to sit at a table with these two people that did me wrong so what if only one was there yeah you know, like, <laughs> but, but you know what gets me <clears throat> it wasn't an ex-girlfriend yeah it was an oh, ex-fiance yeah. mm-hmm. somebody that you saw mm-hmm. a life with somebody that you might yeah you were gonna build part. with I mean 
she was planning the that, wedding. Outside of knowing that you was unseeing her naked and all that other intimacy stuff, you were building your life with her. Yeah. And now you're sitting at the table with her at Thanksgiving with your family. Could we say that we could sit across from our exes where we had that much um, a level of a relationship with them and now see them with our cousin? Yeah, no. Everybody must die. The, the table will be fucking shaking. That's why I'm, I guess for me also, because they're like, have some compassion. It's like, because mm. I, I would like them to think oh, of the question I just said. Well, if you were yeah. about to build your life with somebody and now they're with your cousin, can you really be one around them? But even do the holidays with them? Yeah. Talking about compassion. But also aside from that though, he had cancer. Well, that's I forgot what I'm saying. That. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I'm saying side. like the well, yeah, but like the dinner. Like, it's not just about the dinner. It was also the fact that I forgot that part that he um he had cancer. So they were saying like empathize with him, and it was like, how am I gonna empathize with him? And he did this shit. Okay, but so that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between me empathizing, like, yeah, I don't wish harm on him, but that don't mean I gotta hang out with the nigga. Like, yeah. I. Yes, I feel for him. And you know how families are, too. It's like, yeah, I asked my mom how he doing. Does right. she still mm-hmm. talk to him? Right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we have to be cool. I still wish you well. I don't wish you any harm, but we don't have to be cool. Yeah, because that is sort of invalidating, too. Like, you're ex- because he had this circumstance happen to him, because he's sick, now you're expecting me to brush my feelings under the rug and invalidate how I feel about what happened because he got sick. That doesn't take away the pain that I feel from what happened between them two. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think families do that in, real, like, real life off Reddit, too. Like, we're over it, so come join us yeah. and be over it. Granted, cancer's nothing to play with, so I get what they yeah. I get where they're coming from in wanting the boys to have a relationship again because they they saw them growing up so close. So I think mm-hmm. that's what the family wants, but I think they're missing he needs more empathy and understanding and you guys need to be patient with him. Yeah. This also makes me think of like we mentioned before about apology uh um languages and things like that of like what what would you need to feel like this is becoming mended that you can become to engage with this relationship more Mm -hmm. clearly i know part of it is him distancing himself from his family but it's like what would you need and if they could even meet those needs in this moment so that you could even feel comfortable engaging with them again but i feel like that's not even being explored in your family it's like I could see, the cousin does need to like say something acknowledge that that was like shady or something yeah messed yeah. up and so I don't know I would I would implore if he was on my couch of like what would you even need to even to entertain being around them to begin with mm-hmm. I think also like it's something unnatural about this breakup besides the stealing the ex is mm-hmm. how do we get over our exes being away from them distance <laughs> yeah. it's like necessary mm-hmm. it's necessary yeah. I would not uh, if I was in like that type of deep relationship want to be in their presence yeah. that soon that often that um, indefinitely yeah that Absolutely. close yeah right um, we yeah. barely want to watch our exes from a distance let alone at Thanksgiving right. Christmas you dinner blocked, bro mm-hmm. yeah let alone <laughs> you're blocked and then you actually come in that would be like <laughs> the door oh god uh, cannot imagine yeah, yeah that's hurtful that would actually um, be like a nightmare for actually, most people I think yeah. we do help our clients rebuild themselves without that person again so mm-hmm. I think that's so natural and needed that I think the family's missing. He needs to be away from that girl. Yeah. Woman. Trash bag. Prostitution <laughs> whore. 
But no, I am. Um, I agree. To but what if you're? I mean, the sickness. Like, does that? Does that? Is that foe? Because you know everyone got t- got it tatted again. Philly, <laughs> foe is family really over everything, or is it over everything with an exception? With exceptions, are you still in my ex fiance? I think that's what I mean, though. Of like, because you're my family, I always have. I wish you well, mm-hmm. and. I think I always will have like a soft spot in a way where like I care for you. I hope that you're doing good. I hope for your success. I wish you health. I wish you wealth. These other things, though, I feel like are not inherently included in the Mm -hmm. amount of engagement that we have to have outside of that. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm sure we all have certain family members. It's like we don't talk much or like we may even have problems but it's like I never wish bad for you though because you are my family and I think it is it is that certain um, it's those certain intricacies of like I wouldn't even wish you well just because I know your mom and I know Mm. that she would be hurting if you weren't well. I know your, you know, I know your children or like Mm. I know we share the same grandmother or like whatever if we talk about cousins. So it's like I don't wish you well because also it literally ripples and affects me subsequently in that way. But it's like, so I don't wish that, but I don't know if you could extend anything, especially if there's been a, a deep hurt. So I mm-hmm. guess that's where my FOE is like, I wish I wish you all the best, but I don't know. But we don't have to maintain that same relationship that we had prior to this happening. Mm-hmm. I do think if um, the author was on my couch, eventually acceptance just is needed. If this mm-hmm. is, if they're going to be together, yeah. whether it's from till the end of his cancer or till death to them part, and if you're lucky, you know. <laughs> But what, if they're going to be together and nothing changes that you're going to be family. Um, so what level of acceptance can can you work towards? Do you want to work towards acceptance? Because right. avoidance yeah. is not acceptance. It's the opposite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you even care enough to engage in this situation or in this relationship again with him? Yeah. yeah. But I would even say like that might need to be hashed out in therapy of like, I don't know if this is under the rug or it's the elephant in the room, but like that needs to be talked about. Like, Miss Ma'am, you came in here and you dropping coochie on both these boys and you causing some. You, it's upsetting me and my homegirls. Y'all just beefing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that needs to be addressed too. Like, you, I, it says the family lets her around for Kevin's sake, but she needs to be held to some boundaries too. Yes. Held to the fire. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like what you said, Todd, about like, um, like family only <laughs> and technically she's not family Ooh, but then like we got a whole nother am I the asshole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's why I brought up acceptance because like it, Kevin could be writing us too mm. saying like now my fiance is not allowed at thing my wife's not allowed at things or my wife slash mother or my children's See, not allowed at things then you family but right now as a girlfriend you're not family quote unquote I think you're engaged oh, but no, she was technically well, no. Well, yes. Technically. Oh, wait. Is she just a girlfriend? Yeah, she was just a girlfriend. No, she was, yeah. She was his fiancé. Yeah. Oh, she's not Kevin's fiancé yet? No. Oh, she's just a girl. Yeah. Dead ass. Girl, yeah, so no, I don't even know if you'll be around. Girls. Little messy self. Yeah, yeah. that's the family you really needs to say, like, especially around family events. I mean, 
Yeah. Maybe they're not saying the author has to be around Kevin during family events. Maybe they're saying you need to keep up communication because it's your cousin and you love him. And I think it'd be hard if I was a family member seeing them grow up as best friends yeah. and letting something like that come in between them. But I would be on Kevin's head too, cancer or not. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I'm thinking about this in my family that listens knows what type of family member I am because I'm very... I'm very spirited, but I know because I don't know if you guys have a lot of like different like family meetings or like family talks. It's like if your girlfriend or boyfriend come, they better stand in the corner Mm -hmm. and be quiet because this is a family meeting. Like you're there there for support Mm -hmm. for you, but this is family business. So if she's there anyway, when we're talking about our if they're there for a family meeting about his treatment or talking about this, true. you have no part and no say in that. Yeah, anyway, true. so if you're there, you shouldn't even be like... And if her service <laughs> needs to tell her that, too, of like, support does not look like overstepping. Mm-hmm. The support you have for him is, like, individual. It does not have to... You don't even have to take offense to how the family feels about you because you're there for him. Yeah. My family, they'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> um, I rarely bring my my, my dates around family. I don't think no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Plot twist: girlfriend's on your couch. Oh, the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm three hundred two on her. <laughs> How does it feel to be <laughs> the most hated person in this room right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think it's because we just honor that they're ready to do the work regardless if they're coming to therapy. We almost never see our, our clients neg- in a negative light. We see their yeah, negative no. behaviors, but I can't, I would never demonize a client. No, in real, I'm joking, but joking in, no. in real life though, I would just be curious about, because clearly it was something that brought her to Kevin. And I would just be curious, like, I really want to understand what what was maybe lacking in that former relationship that, and what needs were being met by going to this. Because I would assume, like, this must be something major for you to make such a decision that would be so impactful to this yeah. family system. Like, I would want to, I would just start off with being curious of, like, what led to these decisions and, like, in trying to just understand so that I, I can be more aligned with yeah, what is going on, yeah. you know? I want to know when this situation started because I recall him saying in Ahmed that he did feel like Kevin and his ex-fiance were, like, closer. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were hanging out and, like, they were... They did have some discussions outside of them. And then he found out that they were doing stuff. So I would want to know, like you said, kind of, like, what's missing and what led you towards Kevin, but True. also... Yeah, what if what if the author's an asshole? What if he was just, like, a shitty boyfriend or fiancé? But, yeah. but that's a crazy thing, and I say this all the time when, like... I don't know if people ask you guys this with being a therapist, but I'm, like, I always say this when people ask me. I'm, like, when... With being in this role as any crazy story that someone can be like oh I don't understand how that can happen Ugh, like I always can understand why someone exactly. got to the decisions that they made when they actually paint out a full picture I'm like once she starts talking out it will make sense how mm-hmm, she came to this decision mm-hmm. but right you have to, yeah, let somebody actually get to the story out and you get more context you understand and you're like okay well that makes sense why you did that yeah you know? I always let my clients know I don't nobody has to like your reasons you don't even have to like your reasons but if we can unpack them and process them maybe you can have different reasons in your future choices mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah question I like asking too is like how would your friends describe you Cause I feel like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, like I have 
a client like I can she's a teenager but I also have a client that like she everyone hates her like friends have just aborted her like she's just like in this very circle of just or like this pit of doom that like I can't do anything right but I asked her how her friends would describe her it was she couldn't say anything like it was nothing positive that she could say so what are you dishing out that people are receiving and removing themselves from well, I know she's dishing out to Kevin for him to be taking her <laughs> <laughs> well that too but what are you putting out that you're you're not receiving back like what is the energy that you're giving and why are people retreating from being around you mm. so damn I mean if she was on my couch I think I'd I'd offer her the again to stand her power of like you know even though if you if this is your true love and y'all made a soul contract to come down here and be together and this is how you found him that's not that could very well happen and maybe the mm-hmm. author was just the vessel that really introduced you to your true love mm-hmm. and it that didn't work happen. out well for y'all whatever or maybe the author really wasn't a good partner good it wasn't a good match um, but your power in this is to acknowledge that it doesn't say that the girlfriend had any reprieve or any um remorse or even just any accountability in how she handles it. First of all, if that was me and I really am with my true love, I'm going to love him enough to know and say like, this disrupts your family. Mm-hmm. And right. you are damn near brothers with my ex. And that yeah. is something beautiful that even though I still want to be with you, y'all need to mend that and I'm going to help any way I can. And I think that is me taking a backseat at like family functions or pictures, Mm -hmm. posting, things like that as far as like, you know, tagging onto like family pages. Do Mm -hmm. what you want on your page. It's your life. Um, But things like that. Yeah, no, I think you make a great point of if she was on the couch, be like, so I would want to have an effective conversation with Kevin of like, so what would it look like for me to support you? Like, what would feel the mm-hmm. most um, aligned with how, because I'll show up however you want me to in this way, because right now you're the person in need and this is your family specifically. Mm-hmm. If you want me to take a step back, definitely I'll take a step back. If you want me to be more vocal, I may still not because I don't want to <laughs> fight. <laughs> your family function. <laughs> but I think take a just have a, a conversation about what even his own comfortability level is and then where we align and then how we'll move forward as a unit. If if we're deciding like this is what we're going to do, we're going to be in it, we're we're okay with the scrutiny, mm-hmm. then, you know, let's come with, out with a plan, you know? I think I'd be respectful to the family too and like, let's talk about this scarlet letter that you guys have on me. <laughs> that was wrong. Me and Kevin should not have done it this way. And if I could change things, perhaps we would, but we can't. And this is what we're committed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to see a future with him. And if we have a future with kids and marriage, stuff like that, we're family. And I, I do want to hear, like, how can I be most respectful from here since I haven't shown everybody the most respect in the past? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, don't I love your that. Truth. I feel like the family should be like, okay. Yeah, because you owned your truth. That's what I'm saying, right. too. Like, I think it, and we need to hear from her perspective because what were you just being a trash bag <laughs> or were you is, did you find the love of your life so I like the way that you phrase that T because if the, it is along the lines of like I found the love of my life standing in your truth like this is what it is we, we claiming it this what it ain't so let's yeah. figure out how to move if, forward if the author was on my couch I would eventually like be hope that he could bring in the frame of like great you know that person is not for you and the longer that you avoid or sit in that and Mm -hmm. I understand you're hurt um, you're holding back the person that is for you because that person is out there Mm. So, and I would love to bring a better bitch to family functions. <laughs> now, whoa, now I just thought of being the person that dates the author and comes in and be like, child, this family. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Maybe don't tell them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't be transparent. But that might be off-putting that this is a messy family. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think like I agree with everything being said of just I definitely think exploring everybody exploring their boundaries in this situation. I do think that also last part I would say is the family kind of needs to take a back seat too. like, yeah. okay, you shared your want for us to connect, but also like these are all hurt people in this mm-hmm. situation and giving them that space to figure out how they want to come together. And if you still need time to process, like up, afford them that and not, push when because that also can lead to a negative interaction when you're not ready to talk about it but you're being forced to mm-hmm. so. yeah mm-hmm. so is the author of an asshole I say no 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 he's I don't think he's an asshole he got work to do yes <laughs> but he ain't an asshole work to do who's the real asshole I don't think what else well maybe it's a girlfriend I say the, the family the ex family well just because we can empathize don't mean they're not an asshole yeah I would say and I don't I wouldn't even say the family. I, for me, that would be strong. I would definitely say the ex-fiance. Yeah. I think I would say the Unless family. Unless it's true love, but I don't know. Yeah. What's the possibility? Right. But even still, that's something you got to eat. Like, sometimes, like, I'll say this with my true. clients all the time. Like, sometimes what's best for us will hurt other people's mm. feelings. So you got to eat that you may be the asshole in the situation. And I still stand ten toes down with my decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I think I might call out family for um, trying to force the situation and not validating um, the author's feelings. Kind of just like trying to force this in his face and saying, like, Kevin's sick, so you got to figure yeah. it out. It ain't no problem. And it's like, mm, but we're skipping over this huge hump that he's with my ex fiance. <laughs> so I, I think I would call out family. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And on that note. <laughs> Well, let us know what you think of this episode. Uh, we were making it messy. <laughs> Stay tuned for part two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's so much out there. Um, yes. Oh, my gosh. A whole world of am I the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> A whole world of people that need to be on our couch. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys know, when it comes to our couch, you, you can, can always, always sit with, with us. us.